Hi, welcome to FOH. We're front of house. I'm Kelly Sullivan. I'm Lillian Devane, server and bartender extraordinaire. Wow, we're good. We're good at our jobs. Sometimes. And this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, thanks for listening. We appreciate it. Thanks for rating and reviewing and subscribing. If you're listening to this and thinking, hmm, that doesn't apply to me, I haven't rated and reviewed. <laughs> You should. <laughs> this whole podcast episode is just going to be like an NPR style drive where we're like, if you're enjoying these <laughs> hot takes from Kelly and Lillian, take a second and take a moment. Yeah, that would be so awful. I would. And never. we'll just send you one of our myriad totes, not related to the podcast. <laughs> we just, just both one have of a lot of totes. Tote bags. <laughs> one of our personal tote bags. <laughs> That's a great idea. Yeah. I love that. Actually, that would be funny. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Great. <laughs> Sign up. Sign up. email. Yep. About, Send us an email. About the F- perfect totes. Um so starting out today, we have a couple we had a we had a real wild week. We did. In the world of restaurants. In the world of restaurants and personally question mark? Sure. I, yeah. I can't remember. <laughs> I was yeah, drunk. A- um I wasn't, but what? Um, sorry. Where am I? <laughs> no, it was. I feel like a lot happened. Like, we were kind of texting about what we were going to talk about today, and it was, like, so many things. Like, it was, like, we want to mm-hmm. hit so many points. Um, Number one being... Yeah. Pop Superstar. Yes. Justin Bieber came into our restaurant. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Suspi- suspiciously. What is wrong with me? I haven't had coffee. Specifically yeah. to get... An iced coffee. Mm-hmm. Black iced coffee, kind of a curveball. Yeah. I wouldn't think... No, I would think you'd be a milk and sugar boy all the way. Yeah, but I guess you have to really maintain your weight when you're a superstar. That's true. He was rangy. Yeah, he was. Rangy he, and small. He was rangy and small, and also, like, I was like, oh, like, I've seen you at Silent Barn. You know, like, he was, right. like, that little <laughs> right. mustache and a big, like, printed button-down shirt. Yeah, like, I liked I like, the whole vibe. I know. I kind of was into it. Yeah. And I am not a, a Bieber fan myself, but, I mean... I the, liked his last album. Yeah, I, I don't know what it's like. But, <laughs> um, but to witness an entire... We've had, like, a fair amount of celebrities come into the restaurant, but to witness the entire place kind of subtly, oh, but, like, yeah. everyone was like, I everyone need to be in this turned. room right now. Yeah. Um, and we have a coworker. Who is a huge Bieber fan. Huge, like, pop music in general fan. And then Bieber, I think, is a concentration of a lot of, like, aesthetic and, Mm -hmm. um, I don't know, like, just motif. (laughs) A lot of motifs that they're into. Yeah, and uh, they got super excited and ran down the street. A full block. A full block got... A sick picture. Yeah, a really nice picture. He seemed very nice and willing, and I'm sure he gets like one million requests a day. Because that's not someone that you're like, oh, I think it's just... It wasn't like, oh, I think that might be Justin Bieber, and then you have to like pull up your phone and Google and then kind of like do, yeah. do that. Like It's like, oh, Justin Bieber's here. Right. He was so nice, and I caught him singing along to the Crosby, Stills, Nash... And Young that was playing at the time. And I was like, all right, I think all I'm right, coming around baby. to this little gentleman known as <laughs> Biebs. You're like, I guess call me a believer. <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah. But it was a very fun and everyone was very excited. It was like 
it really, I think, like, everyone turned up their energy by, like, so, like it just became, like, like, all of a sudden, like, we were all so We were, like, juggling to try to get his attention. It's a very circus-like atmosphere. All of a sudden, everyone was just filled with joy. Sometimes, it's so unexpected when, like, which people will just, like, you're like, Yeah. Totally. If you had said, will Justin Bieber fill you with joy? Yeah. I could have guessed probably for myself. For you, yeah. yeah. For me, no. I I get I experience joy when others obviously. So mm-hmm. watching people be very happy is like I love it. People yeah. who I who I really like. Yeah. Getting so it excited. was it was very fun and very funny. And then we were trying to think of the, what's the what's the term for when you do have an interaction with someone so famous who means something to you that feeling afterwards. Because our coworker was like, I don't know how to, I'm freaking out, but I'm happy, but I'm also having a panic attack. I'm like, yeah, yeah it's nuts. Yeah. And you're like, oh yeah. my God, it's crazy. Really cool to watch. Yeah, it was very fun. Yeah. So that was exciting. That's a little, uh, you know. A slice a, of life. A little slice of life to the, the celebrity restaurant world. Mm-hmm. Love it. Um, yeah. That I, was fun. Um, it's such a thrill. It is. It's a thrill. And then I was reminded that I also served Tony Collette white wine, and I forgot to mention it on the celebrity episode. Yeah. And she's a fucking peach. Ugh, I love gem. her so much. She's beautiful. Oh, yeah. She's, beautiful. She's great. Ugh. Anyways, she just was the nicest person and so lovely. Oh, my God. Shout out to Tony. Congrats love on Hereditary. I haven't Have seen, seen it? it. I haven't seen it yet. Oh. We should, do you want to see it together? Sure. Okay. Great. Um... And then we had on, I think it was actually the same Bieber day. Bieber day. That we will henceforth be known <laughs> Go down. as Bieber day. In but that 80s. same night we had, I believe. It was two nights in a row we had crazy dog. Dog related requests. This is a growing problem that I have watched blossom in the past few years. Absolutely. It is is nuts people come to a restaurant and also expect you to serve their dog Mm-mm. special request food for the doggies for the doggies they come in i came in the other day and there was a woman at the bar who had a dog bowl of water on the bar that her dog was drinking out of while she was drinking a vodka on the rocks and i was like what is actually happening here your dog is just Saddle up to the bar, just... I do think part of it is this sort of, like, consumption culture, which says, like, are the things we purchase define something about ourselves? Right. And people feel... And it's very easy to anthropomorphize your your dog. Right. And then, especially if you're like, I spent $2,000 on this GD thing. Yeah. And then you're like... So you're like, yeah, of course, it, like, comes to the restaurant with me. And then it signals to you that I'm... This like type of person, but it's like, guess what? It signals to me, you're a fucking psycho. Yeah. It's like when I buy a fancy pair of jeans and I have to wear them everywhere, except right. I'm not making anyone give my jeans a drink of water. Drink of water. You look like a tall I am drink that drink of water. Yeah, baby. <laughs> uh the two requests that we got for dogs, which were so very nutty, is one person was like, Can you cut some cucumber into about one inch slices? For the dog. English cucumber specifically. Can you cut some English cucumber into one inch slices for the dog? And then they were like, these people were British. Yeah. And they were like, we had to start feeding him cucumber after this one wouldn't drink any water. 
And I was like, that dog is trying to die. It's trying to commit suicide. It just stopped drinking water. It's like, like, please, these people are the worst. I can't live anymore. I don't want to. Like, what a nutso thing to ask. And it's like, people are like, oh, but you have cucumber on the menu. I'm like, yeah, but we're not taking two order requests for fucking dogs. Except we did. And we charged them a lot of money for sliced cucumber. It's fine. And then the next night, which is even crazier, yeah, they asked their serve these people different had a dog, group of people, different group of people. They they were like, "Is anything on the menu like good for a dog?" And he was like, "Well, <coughs> it's the menu. I can't control who you feed it to, but it's right. I'm not gonna you know." He was like, "It's the menu, right? It is as it is." And they were like, "If we bought a hot dog." <laughs> Could you heat it up in the kitchen for the dog? No. That was a hard no. That's a hard go fuck yourself. First of all, you can't... That is a DOH violation, I'm sure. You can't just sit and bring your own food to a restaurant and say, can you... No, it's not the goddamn roller thing at 7-Eleven where it's just a (laughs) rotating case of shit that we bring out for your dog. What the fuck is wrong with you? What do you think a kitchen is? Yeah, it's not... It, yeah, it's not where you just bring in your own. That is so. It's not a grill pit at the park. You just bring your own crazy. food. Fry it. Come on. Here's the thing. Go to it. T- say I need to be. I'll be twenty minutes. You go get a piece of fucking jerky from a convenience store, a bodega. Feed it to your dog on the sidewalk, and then come on back to the restaurant and order your own food. Yeah, it's also it's Brooklyn. There are within a block. There are at least three bodegas that you could get. Some sliced turkey, some beef yeah. jerky. Whatever the fuck you... Oh, my God. I don't know. So many things. It's so nuts. It's also just, like, our job can feel so, like, we are people's servants. So then when you're also asking me to cater to your actual animal, like, I'm like, it's very. what you? What do you want today for dinner? It's very, like, Queen Victoria having a little pug in her lap. It's disgusting. Like, Will you bring puppy a treat it's gross and the other part of that is that people <sighs> i have a whole thing where it's like people say that these dogs are service animals when they're not for the right. most part right so the there, most part. Th- so there is an actual you can actually get a trained service dog if you do have some sort of disability if you have like if you're vision impaired if you have ptsd you have a dog that's certified and trained to help you, and that is amazing and awesome. And the ADA has made it so that you cannot be discriminated against if you have these service animals. Right. So Rightly so. Rightly and so. right... I'm coming out hard against the ADA on this, and I will not back down. No, obviously it's a great thing. Um, and so there's questions that you can't ask people... Right. About their dogs for their own protection for discrimination against people with disabilities, Right. right? So people, these rich fucks, have been taking over and, like, buying fake vests, fucking getting fake shit so they can take their expensive dog with them into a fancy restaurant because they want to, Mm -hmm. right? So, like, legally, you can't be like, you can say, is this a service animal? And they say, yes. And then you can, the other question you can ask is, and what service is this dog providing? Basically, like, what is this dog trained for? Other than that, you can't question or ask the C credentials, right? Right. Which is good, 
but now it's being taken advantage of. Right. And it makes me so crazy because there's also this other issue. Oh my God. Of, I'm like just so worked up, but of like people coming out of her ears. Yeah. It's, it's, you could see it. No, but it's like, that's another example of like rich people just take and and maybe not all of them are rich, but like taking it to this extreme where like their dogs are not well behaved, they're not really trained, they go into these spaces that are only open for service dogs. So then people see that behavior and they're like, well, great, now we're not going to let any ant like it, yeah. it ruins it for people who actually do need yeah, to have their animals this because co opting of language, right? That is specifically designed. First of all, like whenever you have a right like that. It's because people fought for it. Right. So, like, rights aren't just given to you, especially in this hell country that we live in. People, any right that you have, any protection under the law is activists and legal scholars and people fought for you to have that right. And so when you co-opt that language right, and make it something that you use for your own benefit, for pleasure... You're a bad person. You are a bad person if you're scamming the service dog stuff. So you can. It's bri- very disrespectful. It's so disrespectful. And then so then like people who have actual service dogs bring their dogs in and are interacting with dogs who aren't properly trained, and that can fuck up somebody's like day when they actually depend on their dog to behave right. a certain way. Yeah. And it's like you're fucking with people who actually need these animals for their health and their daily life, and it's so wrong. And if you're a rich person, you should feel bad. You shouldn't get to have a dog that makes you feel better. You should feel terrible you should all feel the bad. time. Yeah. You don't get to feel you nice. You should have diarrhea every time you take a shit. You should, it yeah. should be diarrhea. Wake up and instantly. That's what I think. Yeah. You should, if you have, if your net worth is more than, I don't know. I feel like $700,000 is Great. Cap. Then you should wake up every day and shit yourself. Yeah. Required by law. You take a <laughs> pill, you shit yourself, <laughs> you don't get an animal, <laughs> What else? I mean, I think you can own a pet. No. No. <laughs> like, no. Okay. Maybe you can own a bird. What about that? You the worst animal possible, a bird. <laughs> a bird. You shit yourself and then the bird comes and shits on you. <laughs> that's but not, it's not, it's not even good luck. It's not good luck. <laughs> it's not good luck. It's not. No, I mean, what? it's ridiculous. That's a, this is a good segue into a, a different rich asshole. Yeah. Ken Friedman. Hello. Hello. What do we... I feel like we're killing it, segue-wise. Okay? <laughs> yeah, it's really good. Seamless yeah. and not planned. Yeah, that's true. Wow. wow. Genius. Um, why don't you explain a little bit for those who may not know the in the restaurant. Un- uninundated. Yes. Um, so Ken Friedman is a bad man. <laughs> He's a bad man. Uh, he is the owner and service director of the Spotted Pig and myriad other restaurants. Or was previously. Uh, the Spotted Pig is a very famous restaurant in New York. Mm-hmm. Um, that's like sort of this like bar restaurant kind of like chill spot uh, that's been open for many years. And basically in December, the New York Times in um, the midst of the Me Too mov- movement published this very extensive article and very like well-researched and like a lot of it like corroborated second and third hand um, article about this culture that exists at the Spotted Pig of that was led by Mr. Friedman of like complete sexual harassment mm-hmm. sexual assault from Ken Friedman, from guests. Bartali, of course. Bartali was involved, of course. 
fucking this VIP room being called literally the rape room and Batali in that room being seeing groping someone who is literally unconscious. Mm-hmm. And then also Ken Friedman's habit of verbal abuse and then blacklisting people who would speak out against the treatment they received uh, and in his company or even just leave his company. Yeah. Even leave his company ostensibly amicably in like such a true shitty guy fashion of being like oh you're gonna turn me down guess what it's like dude chill the fuck out fuck out like just don't get over it yeah and just and like screenshots of text messages where like his like wine director like someone who's like very prominent and high up in his company and also like wine director that's not like that no you can't be stupid and do that job you have to have like lots of knowledge and be like just like not only like well-versed in wine, but well-versed in, like, food costs and, like, mm-hmm. purchasing and, like, yeah. maintaining relationships. Like, you just have to be smart. And it's, like, these screenshots of him literally asking this woman for a nude picture, like, ten times in a row, just being, like, send me a pic, send me a pic, send me a pic. And her just being, like, no. No. And increasingly being, like, like, first just being, like, LOL, like, you're so silly. And then being, like, no, like, I'm just, I'm just here to do business. And then being, like, no, yeah. no. No. I mean, like, every woman Ugh. knows that experience of saying right. no to someone and, like... And then saying yes, and it's fine. <laughs> yeah, and then saying yes, and then killing yourself, literally. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Uh, I mean, it's just, like, so fucked up. And then... Um, and then... So that happened in December. And then uh, last Tuesday, Gabrielle Hamilton, the owner and chef of Prune... Another very prominent, well-respected, famous restaurant in New York uh, was like, "Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna take partial ownership of the Spotted Pig, and with and partner with Ken Friedman." Now, Gabrielle Hamilton has famously never expanded. Has like one of the most awarded restaurants, a very beloved restaurant, been open for like twenty years, and has famously never expanded beyond that restaurant even though she could right really easily and she hasn't and then this is the first time she's ever divested anything from prune and it's with this person and then she released this fucking crazy ass statement being like yeah we're doing this and not only that we're like jose andreas because we're going into a disaster and we're cleaning it up which is so beyond offensive. Yes. It's like literally making my heart hurt in my chest right now. Mm-hmm. It For like a man who is, as we said, saving actual lives. Yeah. And like just going into like, also like the idea she's kept saying he went into a natural disaster and we're going into a man-made disaster. In fact, Hurricane Maria was a man-made disaster because the government wasn't providing the proper resources to deal with the aftermath of the hurricane. Mm -hmm. So, no. A, those two things are both man-made disasters, so shut up. And then B, like you're showing a fundamental misunderstanding of what Jose Andres did. And then B, you're not like Jose Andres (laughs) at all. Yeah. You fucking weirdo. Yeah. And then also she... When she's, because I work at Prune, when she talks to people Full about, disclosure. Full disclosure. 
just to, but just to started. the one hundred people. Who just listen. started. Just started working. like a month ago. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um. She's like, don't compare the food to other foods. Explain what it is. So, like, Gabrielle, directed at you, don't compare your actions to someone else's. Just say what they are. It's a fucking business decision because you think you can make a shitload of money. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Totally. And I think people are just very disappointed. I mean, it sucks. It sucks so much. And this is, like... Such a side note to all of this, but, like, because now you have to quit your job, and so this guy is continuously, like, fucking up people's lives again. Like, it's like, you know what I mean? Like, you're like, well, now I have to quit a job that I was depending on for money because this fucking asshole is back in the picture. I wanted to work at print. I, like, I apply. I was like, that is, like I said, it's a very well-respected restaurant. I wanted to work there for my career. Right. I respected that restaurant. I wanted to work there for my career. It wasn't like I just like stumbled in off a turnip truck and was like, maybe I'll come work here. Yeah. I was like, that's a goal. Now I've achieved it. Congratulations to me. Yeah. And now I have to quit a month later. I know. I'm sorry. And it's like, because people operate, because rich people see themselves as a unified class. So Gabrielle is a woman, but she doesn't align herself with women because she's more aligned with Ken because they're both rich. Right. And they're both powerful and they want to maintain that stasis. And she, and if she stopped for a second and thought about aligning herself with women, she would be like, I can't do this. So she's operating without a conscience. So I have to operate with a conscience to like compensate for these two people who don't care. (sighs) And it's so frustrating. And that's how, that's how rich people are. They just literally live their lives free of consequence. And then the rest of us have to like, Try and live our lives morally. We've got to serve cucumbers and quit our jobs. That's what we have to do. <laughs> so freaking annoying. No, it's awful. And I'm sorry. And that's no, just it's like, okay. it's just like such a disappointment and like it's an infuriating thing to see another woman yeah. or anyone, but especially a woman. Yeah. I think it's totally fair. Also, this is just a sidebar. I think it's fair to say it's disappointing as a woman. I don't think that's reductive. I don't think yeah. it's derivative. I think it's fair to say, like, women should support each other. I'm not on some Madeleine Albright shit. Like, there's a special place in hell for women who don't support other women. women I, like, pull down my poster of Madeleine <laughs> Albright before like, you can see it. <laughs> Lillian just walked out. Uh-oh. Uh, but I do think it's fair to say, like, we should, like, we should expect that there is solidarity between women and when women don't do that, it's a, it's okay to call them out. April Bloomfield. Anyways. You big bitches. Whoa. Whoa. B word. Cool. I, um, I also think something that I did want to respond to. Sure. Um, is that Gabrielle and her wife, Ashley, who is also going to be the co-chef were, and I have the quote here, so I'm just going to read it. She says, I think for starters, I'll just say, I really don't believe in capital punishment. I'm morally opposed to it with every fiber of my being. Cool. Me too. Complete straw man, by the way. Yeah. No one's talking about killing Ken Friedman. Also, capital punishment is something that's metered out by the state, which is why it's wrong. People killing each other is a completely different issue. Citizen, like peer to peer (laughs) killing is a completely different issue than capital punishment, which is metered out by the state. You're creating such an insane straw man. Sure. Crazy. And then she says... I'm also totally opposed to Ken's frankly disgusting behavior in equal measure. (laughs) 
Okay. <laughs> chill, like, chill. Cool. Also, I do think it's fine to say I'm more opposed to murder <laughs> than sexual harassment. I'll come down and say it. I wow. think murder's worse Bold. than sexual harassment. Okay. Now Ooh. you're not. <laughs> yeah, now I'm cast out. Yeah. Um, I'm opposed to both those things, and I guess there's a big question missing for me in this Me Too movement. What does the possibility of redemption look like? Is it possible? I don't know the answer to that, and I don't think anyone does. She's like, and I don't care to know. <laughs> and I, la, 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 la. <laughs> This is, again, please, I sincerely hope you will not paraphrase me. It's a real, genuine question. What does it look like? Should the guy not make a penny again? I think he should be able to. He did build an iconic restaurant. He and April built something special at the Scottish Pig, and I'm not sure his shitty, boorish, outrageous, disgusting behavior should keep him from ever earning a living again. Wrong. A- I think that. Hey, yeah. So, what's the problem? What, he's just gonna go to one of his houses and chill? B, um, like, they, both Gabrielle in our staff meeting and Ashley are now raising this question of redeemability. These accusations came out six months ago. Right. So no one's saying Ken Friedman is irredeemable. They're saying, let this play out. Let there be consequence there have to be consequences for there to be redemption sure we have not allowed any consequence to happen because not enough time has passed nothing has happened to him yeah he still owns two they're like and they were saying in the staff meeting they're like he's greatly diminished because he went from owning seven restaurants to owning two restaurants you know who owns no restaurants me (laughs) (laughs) it's just like it's such a crazy concept of like oh he's greatly diminished he went from being a multi-millionaire to a millionaire. I mean, who hasn't shed a tear when that it's happens? Like, it's so crazy to me. And then also, again, a, a straw man of, of they're saying this, comp, this Me Too movement, it lacks nuance. Saying someone should suffer severe consequences does not inherently lack nuance. Yeah. Saying that there should be severe and real consequence, that doesn't lack nuance simply because it's drastic. Sure. Like... You can sit, that can be a nuanced conversation of real consequence too. And I think that just creating this narrative where like a a nuanced approach is saying that everyone deserves a second chance or a nuanced conversation is saying we'll give these boys slaps on the wrist is like, that's actually not nuanced. That's fucking status quo. Yeah. So that's less nuanced than saying, yeah, I do think. And also he... Owning a restaurant is not, that's not even, you're not contributing to society. It's, I'm so mad. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm just like, well, no, of course. We're both mad about equally important things. <laughs> yes. Dogs yeah. and a serial sexual harasser. I've got a good idea. Maybe all of these guys um, can just like uh, take a vow of silence and then they have to be woodworkers in like Pennsylvania or something. Yeah. Just like go away and don't ever talk to anybody again. And maybe yeah. if you do that for five years and you make a beautiful cabinet, you can come back. But not to your original life. I would like to see, do you remember Milf Island on 30 Rock? Yeah. I want Milf Island to happen to these guys, but Milf Island, just them. It's just them. Yeah. They just live on an island and we see what happens. But not a nice island. No. Like, um, Greenland. Okay. 
Is that nice? That's the cold one, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's a it's a misnomer. Right, 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 right. Red, red, red. Uh, that sounds fine with me. I mean, they can also, like, have some hobbies there if they want. Like woodworking. Wood, Again, use your hands, not in a gross way. Yes. I keep saying Idle it. Idle hands on the devil's <laughs> playground. My mama always told me. I, I think that, and I do, I think it is important. I do think it is an important question for us to reckon with, especially if we're saying... People are, I mean, I feel like the justice system, the penal system is, is completely out of whack. So I do think we should talk about what punishment looks like outside of going to jail. Yeah. Um, so I don't want Ken Friedman to go to jail. I don't want anybody to go to jail. What do I think punishment should look like? I do think he should lose all his money and I think he should... I think he should be blackballed from the industry. He blackballed people for yeah. no reason. Why shouldn't he be blackballed for this very good reason? Also, why aren't we doing more actual slaps on wrists? Yeah. You know? Like yeah. a good, just a, ow. Like, I hurt myself. With a, with a ruler. That's yeah. what they used to do. Just on the knuckles. Nun style. Yeah, baby. Okay, it's like sexual now. Um, <laughs> like, <laughs> Well, it's a, yeah, it's a lot to, uh... I mean, I just think that, yeah, that's a good punishment. If you want to talk about a punishment outside the justice system, a good punishment is losing all your money. And also, you made those, I mean, you fucking made those choices, so I don't feel bad for you. You made those choices, and you made the money off the backs of women who you exploited, so... Yeah, and that's what you're turning around and doing again. Send them a fat settlement check, bitch. That's to Ken. Yeah. Anyways, anyways, we're mad. I do think it's really important to talk about. I agree. I don't think you should. We should. I, I'm talking about Milf Island, but really a, a lot, if not most men, have been bad and bad actors at some point in their lives. And what does their punishment look like? Dennis Quaid. Just kidding. He's a good actor. I was just thinking oh. of like. <laughs> I was like, did he do something bad? I fucking hope not. God, oh, God. he's so hot. Parent Trap? <sighs> Never saw it. But I'm, I'm pretty think- sure he's in it. Is he? I don't know. I'm thinking Inner Space, Dennis Quaid. Uh, I don't think I've seen that. Pity. Pity. Um, Sometimes a space movie, like I didn't see Gravity. No, Gravity? I don't. Space movies freak me out. I can't think about space. It's one of I my... like, um, what's the one with Alan Rickman where they're like in a TV show, but then Galaxy Quest. Right? That's funny. Sure. Never yeah. saw it. What? So good. Yeah. Um... The other subject besides uh, dogs and Justin Bieber, Justin Bieber and justice is uh, we want to do a, like a fun, quick thing about um, just like dumb stuff that we've done, like miss because we make it sound like we're really professional and we are, but also when you're coming up in the ranks or even just now when you have a bad day, we've done some dumb stuff. We've all done it. We've all done it. And we thought it'd be funny to, like, hear us tell you about dumb shit we've done. Yeah, sure. Times we've eaten shit. <laughs> if you will. Um, One of... Let's see. One thing I did when I was... Well, when you're learning to bartend, you do the dumbest, most embarrassing stuff. Because mm, it's, like... Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It's something that you're doing and learning in literally in front of people. It's embarrassing. It's very physical. It's physical. You can drop stuff. I've dropped a million things. One time I just was handing a guy a daiquiri and just 100% just poured the entire thing in his lap. Like, just, <laughs> I just, like, 
What? I didn't like. Okay, so I was actually coming out from behind the bar with a drink to give to somebody, and I just, um, I don't know how it happened because I replayed in my mind. That's the other thing is that like when these things happen, I'll never forget it. Yeah. Like I replay these things in my mind before I go to sleep. Straight up, just poured the entire. There wasn't a drop left in the glass. <laughs> in his lap, they were khakis, and I and. When you pour something on a man's crotch, not <laughs> intentionally, you, you peed yourself. <laughs> and then I was like, "This guy pissed his pants." And everyone like laughed. <laughs> no, I didn't do that. Is that I, how you fix it? I, Billy Madison saw you just, yeah, just pour it on, on your own, own, and you're like, "It's cool to pee your pants." He's like, "Ma'am, can I have another drink and a free dry cleaning service?" Um, <laughs> No, I oh um I got so flustered and I think I went because our bathroom at the time didn't have paper towels, so I was like I think I was like, I think you can just like go in the bathroom and <laughs> use the hand dryer. <laughs> and then the worst part was that I forgot to take it off his check, so I charged him for the drink I poured on his pants. I think I made him another one, and, like, the thing is, I should have taken everything off of the check, right? But I, I like, made him another drink right away and gave it to him, but I kept the drink on the check, like, the, you know what I mean? Bad service, clumsy, fucking stupid. I love that. I was so upset and flustered. I didn't know. But it's like a man's crotch. Like, if yeah. I, if you'd spill something on someone's shirt, you're like, goofball me, here, dab it for him, give him yeah. a little club soda. But a full wet crotch That's on a man bad. is bad. Yeah, it was embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, I think we're done. That yeah, is... that about wraps it up. Uh, no, I I think most of my real bad fuck-ups are, um, is I used to be a host, and I am not a good host, because, like, I think that, I think, okay, I think I'm a natural like performer and I think that's what's good about me as a server is I'm like trying to engage you and I'm kind of like, da, 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 I'm, like mm-hmm. talking a lot. And then hosting is like such a short interaction and people do feel very entitled to be rude to hosts. And so like, cause they're like, how long is the wait? You're a bitch. And yeah. you're just like, so I think I would come in hot, you know, like I was like, before you're rude to me, I'll be rude to you. But it's yeah. like, you kind of can't do that. And so, like, most of my true horrifying stories are when I was a host and I was just, like, a psychopath, (laughs) including one time I had been, like, it was, like, some holiday week. It was, like, Memorial Day weekend or something, and I had worked, like, over those three days I had worked, like, 45 hours or something. Like, I was just, like, working, working. Like, I think I was, like, work Friday night, Saturday double, Sunday double. Like, I think I was just, like, and I was fucking exhausted and this guy like just wouldn't sit at any table and then he was like that I sat at and I said maybe you want to run the book for the rest of the night and he was like obviously a little taken aback yeah if you will and then he uh wrote a Yelp review about it where he like specifically named it and he was like that was fucking crazy like I can't believe she said that to me and then my manager was like I can't believe someone would lie no one would say that in this restaurant she's like everyone's so nice and so professional here someone just lied and said that that's so crazy and I was like yeah somebody lied (laughs) and it was like oh my god (laughs) it was it was it was horror upon horror upon it was just like it was 
that was a very bad. Oh, that's so hard. If you ever have been seated by me in any restaurant, I deeply apologize. <laughs> It's not our fault. No. You guys also, are mean. I was like 22 at the time. Oh my god, and like hungover or something. Yeah. Yeah. Aye. Also, like when you're overworked like that, like there's you only have a certain amount in your physical self that you have to give to the public. I, it's like way. you're like a sim, and yeah. you have the little diamond, and it's green, red. Yeah. Green, red. Never played it, but yeah. Okay. I'm imagining from a sim heads. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, it, you can't keep going on nothing like that. You'll be a bit like you will be a bitch. I've done it yeah. a million times. I think also that was when I didn't know to like separate myself. Like I was just, I truly was like, you have to give everything yeah. and then that would deplete me so much. And now I'm like, you don't have to give everything. So I don't get as depleted. Yeah, totally. So that's a good strategy. Yeah. It's hard to learn though. Cause you yeah. want to be really good at your job and you're yeah. like, I'm, this is me. And then you're like, I can't do this yeah. for everybody. And I think a lot of that was learning. Like time is you can just say no to shifts. If your manager's like, can you work that shift? You can just say no. For a long time, I thought you had to say yes to everything. Yeah, you don't. In life, you don't have to say yes. In life, you don't have to say yes. In fact, you shouldn't just stay in your house. Yeah. Say no. Don't go outside. Don't. Too uh, hot. Yeah. Ooh, who has, Ooh. Who can? Um, that's really funny. <laughs> I love that your manager was so trusting of you, though, and everybody who worked there. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, she's nice. Saved your ass. Thank you, Val. <laughs> she's been listening to this podcast i hope she doesn't get mad at me but this was years ago whatever it's fine that guy was being a dick yeah (laughs) right (laughs) now um that's super funny i think what else have i done i definitely i'm trying to think of what's a good story and what's just like straight up embarrassing you know oh i do have one funny one when i worked at roberta's you would have to like obviously cut the pizzas and The, the kitchen staff wouldn't do that um, it like, it kind of just depended who was like available to do it. Like, okay. you know, some, I don't know, like it just depended. Sure. And so front of house could do it. And, um, but like you would just wear like, and this, I used to have longer hair and you would just wear like a hat, but no, like, that's not like a real protect. Like it was like for fashion. Like it was yeah. like a little, little snapback and I was like, I'm cute. Yeah. And then someone got a white pizza and then I was cutting it and like, obviously like a giant black hair like fell on the pizza and then she was like um there's a hair in my pizza and I was like oh no and I immediately I wasn't like I was like oh no we'll get you a new one and then she's like yeah I think it's yours and (gasps) picked it up off the pizza to show to me and I was like "Mm, no we're gonna get you a new like I was like I'm not challenging you like I'm not also even if it was your own hair I still wouldn't be like that's your hair eat it bitch like, don't go like forensic files on a fucking piece of pizza you're like chill out it was so crazy she was like I think it's your I was like I think so too <laughs> so crazy good eye Sherlock oh my god that was a horror story for both of us I was like it is my hair you're right why are you giving it back to me oh my god one time I cut um for like when you're peeling fruit for garnish, you have to use a vegetable peeler. And it's like a bartender's like battle. Like everyone does it, but you eventually peel your finger with a vegetable peeler. And it is disgusting to think about. I still have a scar and I've not done it. I'm knocking on wood. I've not done it in a very long time, years, but I did it my first like six months of bartending and I was, um, you know, we like present drinks. So you like put down someone's drink on the bar and then you pour the drink into Mm, the, it's like a service thing. 
and then you uh, express the oil in the in the citrus peel on their drink and do it around the rim. It's like a whole thing. And I did that. And as I was peeling, I peeled the grapefruit and, and I didn't realize because, you know, when you like cut yourself shaving or something, yeah, you, don't. you don't feel it right away because yeah. it's so sharp. Yeah. So I had I had. God, it's grossing me out to talk about it. I peeled the grapefruit. I'm a, I'm taking the garnish over to like express the oil, and I just look down, and blood is like running down my fucking hand. And I had to like, without this woman noticing, put the grapefruit peel into her glass, and then just fucking run the fuck downstairs, just bleeding oh profusely. God. I don't think she noticed, but I was like, this. It was so painful. That is so, so crazy. It was disgusting. But I was like, did I get like, I was like, did I get blood? I like didn't know if I got blood in her drink. And I was like, well. She She's like, kn- this is a really unusual sort of like. Savory sort element. of. Element. <laughs> She's like, mixology. God, I'm sure someone has made like a blood cocktail. Like, with it's like, the blood and sand. Like but dirty rice. Like a dirty rice cocktail. Yeah. Ugh. Oh my God. Gross. It's gone too far, as we've said. Uh, yeah, I'm. T- I I try to keep an open mind, but like, <laughs> blood is really hard for me. Yeah, no, I'm so squeamish, and I donate platelets. I don't know, you know. You do? I used to. I used to donate platelets a lot and sell my blood. Um, for sex stuff. What? I'm just kidding. That was a joke. <laughs> Obviously, Lillian. <laughs> Wait, you're talking about selling my blood for other people's pleasures to have, like, blood play or something? Gross. Like, you're so horny that you need to sell blood to buy your sex. That's what I was like, why? You're like, I'm going broke buying all these dildos all the time. Oh, my God. God. No, no, no. Um, (laughs) No, because Harvard was doing research and you get 50 bucks a pop for your blood. Oh, my God. A guy with like a diamond earring would write your name in a book and that's how the Unabomber literally got started. Good for him. No, I'm talking about he was in a Harvard experiment oh. and he got all fucked <laughs> up. From you were it. like, he started earning his way. <laughs> no, he got all fucked blood. up from a Harvard experiment. Oh, I know, believe me. But also, I I feel a lot for the Unabomber. Um, <laughs> the new Netflix movie is really good, and the guy's super hot who plays Kaczynski. Have you seen it? Yeah. Yeah, hot. Didn't share that opinion. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, he went through a lot. He's a very smart man. And even though he killed people. I mean, I think there, I just, I actually, I don't really have a problem. <laughs> oh, I'm going <laughs> no, to walk fine. that back. But um, I'm just going to walk With back. what he did? Sure. Yeah. Okay, Kelly. Be, yeah, I was about to be like, I don't have a problem with like political terrorism. But I do. As I said, I think murder is bad. <laughs> okay. Um, but I just, there's like a lot of stuff in his manifesto that I don't agree with. Sure. I mean, he also like didn't love women and stuff like that. Yeah. So. And he was like a Luddite. It's like, ugh. God. Yeah. It's like the most boring guy at a party. You're like, yeah. we get it. You're not on Twitter. Also just, I really like anything that's not like coincides with a class. Like if you're like technology's bad and then you're not like, because it's like robbing people of their jobs and like their ability to like fully actualize themselves. Like if you're just like, oh, I just don't like computers. That's like so stupid. Sure. To me. Yeah. Cause I'm smart. <laughs> Look out world. Look out. 
Um, okay, what else? One other thing? Do we I have feel like we've else? hit a lot. We of have points. a lot. We've we've put you guys through a lot. But I think we just didn't want to like completely drag you down with the like Ken Friedman thing. So. Well, we had like the we suicide episode you. last yeah. week, so we want to do something fun. But then that happened. Yeah. Once again, Gabrielle's fucking shit up for me. Yeah. She's Man. ruining my life. I hope that you run into her on the street when she, like, her and Ken Freeman are like, be- it'd be like, she, they're like begging for money on the street. And then you get to, like, throw a coin in their cup. You know? I would like that. <laughs> I don't see it happening, but I would like it. That's what I imagine for all people I hate. Yeah. Not that I don't wish anyone to be homeless, but I'm just like... You know what I mean? It's like a it's like a thing that happens in old movies, right? Like you're wronged, and then you're like cast out on. Yeah, the... I would like to be able to go like big mistake, huge. It, that's what yeah. I'm saying, except in a more exaggerated like. Yeah, and like I mean David I Copperfield. Right, I don't know right, why right. I went there. But... Yeah, no, I like it. I like it. Yeah, but Pretty Woman's a better example. Mm-hmm. Everyone, everyone wants that. Yeah, of course, Richard Gere. Oh. <laughs> Like, everyone wants to be in that movie. You get to push, you get to be assaulted by Jason Alexander. Yeah. Nightmare. He looks like my dad. Aw. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> Gotta go. <laughs> okay, please rate and review. Please re- give us five stars in spite of this episode. No! <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm teasing. Yeah, you get to see the real, the real us. Yeah, this is actually... This is like the real machinations of our brain. <laughs> <laughs> These are just things I repeat to myself every day in the mirror. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's okay. fun. Love you guys. Bye. Thank you. Bye.